0: And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is I have COVID. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who's supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on our website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right. So first, some caveats. I started showing symptoms of COVID. I have been in quarantine for several days, and I'll go in more detail about that. I have gotten tested, but my test results haven't come back yet. So when they come back, then it'll be for sure. But both um, the two medical professionals I've consulted on the matter um, surrounding my symptoms and the course of the disease and all this other stuff concur that for it to not be COVID would be just astronomically low odds that it follows all of the symptomatic patterns of COVID. And um, so, yeah, so that's great. First things first, um, what did we do with the company? How did we deal with that? And that was was tricky and very nerve-wracking.
1: I had, to give you some of the timeline details, I had been... Waiting.
0: um, I would not been very good about following the rules when it came to, you know, following, you know, all of the recommended guidelines for the last, I guess, month or so. You know, after everything kind of opened up and the cases died down and it wasn't that much of an issue anymore, I kind of kind of joined with the rest of the world thinking, you know, it's the worst of it's over. And it's not like I went out a lot anyways, right? I I live a pretty rural lifestyle. So I ha- I it wasn't like I was like going out to eat or going out to bars. I don't think I have done that in well, more than since COVID started. Um but the 4th of July, I ended up spending some time with some friends. Uh we were outside most of the time. I didn't think about it much. Um and it's it's not sure exactly where I got COVID, but from the timeline July fourth, July third, July fifth, somewhere, and that's the most likely case scenario. And then there was the first four or five days where I was symptom free. I went to work, I interacted with my coworkers, lived my normal life, and then Wednesday of last
1: week, I had been feeling a well, Wednesday. Of it was wow it's been a long time now i've been in quarantine um i was feeling
0: dehydrated i'd spent most of the day out of the house and i was feeling very hot and i thought i was just being dehydrated and heat stroke and so i drank a ton of water and it was just i had this horrible fever all night very feverish i took my temperature all of the next day and it was pretty normal and I thought, you know, it was probably just heat stroke. I'd been quarantining that Thursday. So it was Wednesday night and Thursday. I'd been quarantining from the rest of my staff, um, but not from my wife or son on Thursday, just assuming that it was, you know, it was heat stroke. I, I, I assumed that, you know, it's like, what if it's COVID? So i quarantined quarantine from them. Um, but after all of those temperature readings being low, I thought to myself, it's probably not COVID.
1: Then that night, I took my temperature again. I was feeling very feverish again. I took my temperature it was 102. That was a pretty good indicator.
0: So I Friday morning, I called a virtual meeting with all my staff. And ironically, most of them are out of the office anyway, for various reasons. Um, one of them had been cho- chosen to work from home because she'd been intentionally kind of quarantining to avoid covid. Um, and another one of the staff members was their day off. And then two of the other staff members happened to be in the workshop And so I instituted our COVID policies. And I'd had some of these laid out since the beginning of this. Um, But it was, it's it's a lot of it's very straightforward and obvious. No more than two people in the workshop at any given time. Uh, While anybody's indoors, they need to be wearing masks. And I encourage everyone to take, you know, go outside, spread out and take some time away from your mask. You know, enjoy the sunshine, fresh air. Uh, And then we, you know, basically said that, Obviously, we were going to have all of the surface just continuously be cleaned, and that
1: was going to be part of it. And everyone was going to be taking their temperature constantly. We were going to keep an eye out. I decided to go into quarantine from James and from Leah, my wife and son,
0: uh, mostly because I didn't know how bad it was going to get, and frankly, I didn't know how bad it was going to get for them if they got sick. The disease has... A variety of symptoms. It's it's a strange disease, and mostly I think it's strange because I think we're used to diseases presenting similarly in our lives, right? Like if you get sick with a cold in the fall, and your coworker gets sick with a cold the next day, and their coworker gets sick the next day after that, it's like it's all the same cold basically, right? You all have the same symptoms for the most part. COVID's not like that. I mean, you can a lot of the symptoms are similar, but if you look at a list of symptoms of COVID, there's just it's like everything you could imagine. There are so many symptoms. And they present it presents very differently for different people. So for me, I didn't really have much of a cough until like the very very end. And there's some evidence to support that it's actually uh, an asthma. It's 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 my asthma that's being induced from the COVID, not necessarily the COVID cough. And I didn't really have I had some fatigue. It wasn't as bad as it's supposed to get. The fatigue is supposed to really set in hard, and people can be like really laid out and not effective at doing anything. Um, I didn't have that problem. Uh, for me, it was fever and the night chills and all of the things that go along with that. and my fever went up and down like like a yo-yo. It was 97, 98, you know, for a few hours, and then it would spike up to 100 and 102. And then I would go back down. And so, you know,
1: I would be it feeling fine one minute, and the next minute I'd feel horrible. And it was scary. I mean, I'm young. And if you look at the statistics for young people, it's like I wasn't really worried about dying. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And that doesn't mean it couldn't get a lot worse. COVID has a problem
0: where it takes your breath away. I had an O2 monitor um, that I was taking my O2 stats, and I, thankfully it never fell below 96. I was, I was in good shape. But there's this, there's this way that COVID happens where the first few days, and I'm not an expert, so please obviously consult the experts if, and correct me in the comments if you feel I'm wrong about this. Um, but for example, you'd have three to five days where you'd be infected, but you wouldn't show any symptoms. But you can infect other people while you have that, and that period can vary depending on the person. Then, a lot some people are asymptomatic and they never show symptoms, but some people are symptomatic, and then after that early period of not showing symptoms, they begin to develop some symptoms. Fever is very common, headache. um, You know, then there's other things that are stranger. You know, you see uh, loss of taste. Obviously, the cough becomes a very big issue. Fatigue is a big issue. Muscle, pain, joint soreness, uh, night sweats, fever. It's like there's just a variety of things that can all kind of present. And in the early days of the symptoms, they're actually not that bad. But then about day three, four, and five is when the, the, the symptoms begin to peak. And those symptoms can stay peaked for a couple of days, and then they begin to go back down. And the whole course of the disease can last 10 to 14 days. And then you need to essentially continue isolation for another three days of symptom-free, being symptom-free. And at that point, the generally accepted kind of principle, the general knowledge, is that you aren't infectious anymore at that point. So we instituted a lot of policies around the workshop to make sure that the employees were safe. I went into isolation in my office here for, what has it been now, eight, nine days now? And I don't see, I mean, I I can FaceTime with Leah and James and I can hear them in the other room,
1: but I can't see them. I can't touch them. Anytime I leave this room, I wear a mask, like if I'm walking to the bathroom
0: next door or if I'm walking outside to go outside. And I haven't done that in a long time. I just went outside this morning because I kind of felt up for it. And when you haven't seen like the sky or, you know, things outside in, well, what has it been, eight days, a week? It's like you begin to realize it's like it's things, we take things for granted. There's a lot of really beautiful things in this world, and you know, a nice, beautiful day is really something to be appreciated, but I digress. Moral of the story, um, I am improving. The symptoms never really got to the point where I was in danger, uh, and thank God for that. Right? I, there was a lot of prayer involved, and I had a lot of wonderful people praying for me this whole time. And thankfully, none of my employees have been showing any symptoms. Leah has not been showing any symptoms. James hasn't shown any symptoms. Um, we're obviously continuing to be vigilant because, you know, who knows, right? Something could be could be latent or delayed or people obviously can be asymptomatic. So we're continuing with the policies that we've put in place of mask wearing, no more than two people in the workshop at any given time, six feet apart when they're in the workshop, even while wearing a mask. Um, you know, and, and that's the, the hope with this is that if we can do this well, for at least the next two weeks, if not a little bit longer, um, we'll be able to kind of tamp this down. We probably will continue to have um, the mask wearing indoors, probably indefinitely at this point, at least until, you know, a vaccine is deployed and people have it. Which, the good news is, that seems to be coming along sooner than we may have
1: previously anticipated, and that's exciting, right? That is exciting news. But it is... It is something that's real. I was one of those people that kind of was, it's not going to happen to me, and if I get it, it's not going to be that bad, and it's it's not going to be a problem, right? I was definitely one of those people. Until I got it. And it's not just a concern for,
0: like, what what if my symptoms get bad? Like, that's, in the beginning, that's what it is, right? In the beginning, you're like, oh, God, this could be horrible. This could get really, really bad for me. But as the disease goes along and you don't die, right, like, you begin to then realize that the next big worry is, is what if this gets bad for other people, right? What if my wife, God forbid, or James, gets really sick with this? And just because
1: I have a mild course of it and it doesn't really affect me that much doesn't mean it wouldn't affect them horribly. So that's the issue, And I know everyone's been saying it and I know there's a lot of people out there that are resisting it.
0: Um, But wear a mask. I don't care if it's ours, right? We sell masks. I don't care if it's one of ours or if it's just a generic one that you would pick up anywhere. But you should wear a mask anytime you're indoors because you don't know if you're sick
1: yet. For all you know, five days ago you got it or three days ago you got it and you're going to show symptoms tomorrow. But today you feel great. And today you can infect a lot of people. So wear a mask. Because it's not to protect you from the disease. Although, to be... To that, that,
0: the people are saying it doesn't protect the wearer. I mean, it couldn't hurt. It's not worse than not wearing a mask. So, you know, I, I personally believe, whether this is false or not, that it does provide some modicum of protection from you, for, to you, from other people. However, the... Studies have shown that it's really effective at at preventing
1: you who might be sick or asymptomatic from spreading it to other people. And that's something. Something to hold on to, right? It's a piece of hope. It's not really like it's, you know, that
0: much of a problem. It's not really like it's that much of a pain. Is it annoying? Yes, I will admit that wearing a mask can be annoying. But I don't think it's more annoying than wearing seatbelts. I don't necessarily think it's more annoying than any other daily piece of safety that we do. And if it helps reduce the risk
1: to my wife, to my child, to my employees, to the people I care about, well, that's an easy sacrifice to make. And frankly, even if it wasn't for
0: people I love, it's still the right thing to do. It's always the right thing to do the right
1: thing. And if it protects the strangers that I interact with, it's the right thing to do. It's the Christian thing to do. So, here I am, broadcasting from isolation, saying wear a mask. The one thing I think people don't talk about enough with this disease, and it's a big part of it, is the loneliness. Isolation,
0: particularly self-imposed isolation, is difficult. Because we're not, we're not creatures that are meant to be alone. We are social creatures. We spend time with each other. We share, you know, we hug, we
1: high-five, you know, we shake hands. And so, it's hard being isolated
0: from my family and from my team. And it's not even, we're not even over, like, it's. I still have a long way to go. And so... That isolation begins to get to you and you know, there's FaceTime and there's Snapchat and there's all these social medias and there's, you know, all sorts of amazing ways to connect with people digitally. But it's not the same. And that's the part that I think is the hardest to deal with that people don't talk about is the isolation. That being said, if you get sick, you should isolate. You should do that because you could get really people get really get sick. I really do appreciate all of you guys who have been part of the community. A lot of you have been very encouraging during this process, a lot of you have been very patient with us as we've worked on dealing with, you know, some delays. And I, you know, I know that there will be people who may have objections to any of the things I'm saying, and I don't I don't have any problem with that, right? Voice your opinion. Voice your opinion in the comments. i'll'm
1: I'm, I'm all for discussion. I love, you know, a good discussion. But realize that when you do
0: have it, it really brings it home and really quite makes it very real. So keep that in mind. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I do hope next Tuesday to be doing another podcast. We will see how, obviously, this shakes out. Um, there's a lot of great topics to discuss, and as long as I continue to improve, I should be up for it. So I'm looking forward to podcasting, hopefully, next Tuesday and next Thursday. But just in case things don't necessarily get up, uh, please be sure to check the subscribe button and turn the bell on. That way, you get alerted when we post stuff. That way, you can be notified as soon as it happens. If you have any con- or questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, mask, accessory, any of the many products we sell... Uh, feel free to reach out to us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co, or you can contact us via email. You can also contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, email, call, direct message, all the usuals. We will do our best to get back to you. We do appreciate your patience. Obviously, with things being, we're, we're having a lot more remote workers and things like that. It's—it's. It's, we're trying to work the kinks out. So um, we do appreciate those of you who have been, uh, understanding and patient. And, uh, we genuinely want to create a relationship with you guys, right? We love you. We, we appreciate you guys supporting us. Um, we want to obviously take good care of you as, as, you know, people who are, you know, part of our community. So, um, and we really love and appreciate the people who, um, who kind of show that and, and, and genuinely want to have a relationship with us as well. We, we appreciate that. If you uh, do really think we deserve a good review, both on the product and on the podcast, please leave us a review. If you want to leave us a good review on our podcast, you can do so on whatever platform you're listening on. I do read those, I do love those. They do help. They do help people hear about our podcast. If you want to leave a review on the product, go to MurdyCreative.co. I'm sorry, excuse me, go to slash MurdyCreative.co. And uh, you can see all of our reviews there. You don't actually have to be Um, on Facebook itself to see the reviews to read the reviews you can go to facebook.com slash murdycreative.co on the left side of the page is a reviews button you can click that and then you can go read all of the great reviews people have left us they are incredibly supportive and they are incredibly encouraging and it's just it warms my heart every time to read all of them and they are so incredibly encouraging Um, so that's great go read those go leave us a great review you can click do you recommend the Murdy Creative Company you click yes and then you can write your review If you don't have Facebook and you want to write us a review still, you can. Uh, Feel free to send it to us via email. Someday we're hoping to have uh, like a public thing on our website. But uh, in the meantime, we're just collecting them. We're putting them in the files. We're printing them off and putting them on the wall for our our team members to read and everything. So uh, send us a review if you would like. Uh, Word of mouth is still the best form of advertising, though. So please tell your friends about the product. Tell your friends about the podcast. Um, Just share it. It really does help. It means a lot to us. Uh, And it really goes a long way to helping us grow this little community. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, please send them my way. I constantly am thinking to myself, what am I going to podcast on? And normally I can come up with a good topic, but I really do want to interact with you guys. If you guys are curious about something behind the scenes of our small business, or you guys are dealing with a problem you know, with your small business or with your project or whatever, you know, ask them. I love questions. I love dealing with, uh, you know, ideas and topics and things like that. So send them, uh, send them my way. You can either leave them in the comment section of one of our other videos, or you can send us in an email at sales at murtycreative.co, a podcast topic you'd like to hear about. And, um, I'll, I'll do my best to address it. If you're looking for multiple binders or folios or journals or masks or accessories or any of those other things uh, for gifts,
1: giveaways, menus, really any reason ask about our book discounts available. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.